with Clement Maniatella. 702. Nine minutes before 11 o'clock. This is the special broadcast of the Clement Maniatella show. Live from Cape Town, outside the City Hall, where the last State of the Nation address for the sixth administration will be taking place. It's President Cyril Ramaphosa's eighth one. And the question is, will this be his last State of the Nation address? Because if it's not going to be, then we'll be back here after the elections um, if the ANC government returns to power. Asanda Washing is a political analyst. Is that even is that possible or is that far-fetched, this question I'm asking? Will it be his last sauna? <laughs> it's obviously <laughs> not going to be his last sauna. Um, you know, we, we were just having a conversation um, mm. not long ago talking about how um, the DA's stronghold, for example, which is the colored Muslim and Indian community, is already saying publicly that they are no longer going to be voting for the DA because of the DA's policy on Israel. And they specifically said, I think on Morning Live this morning, mm. that they're going to move their votes to the ANC. And so we actually might be surprised by the amount that the ANC is going to be win by because even things, so between Israel and the MK party, it had the negative. It had a negative effect to what people thought it was going to have, mm. which is that people assumed that the MK party was going to take votes away from the ANC. But I think it actually rose the sentiment of people who lost people to, um, you know, who were MK soldiers who lost people in the struggle. And so there's a sense in which there's kind of this nostalgia about the ANC. And I think because of the corruption and because the ANC had moved so far from its values, a lot of people were beginning to wonder what is this ANC that we are experiencing? And something like taking on the giants of the world and going all the way to the ICJ as one of as the only government, honestly, mm. who had the guts to do that, has revived a lot of people's belief in the ANC, has revived a lot of people's belief in the ANC as a political party that has the gumption to stand for what is right. And so I think that from a sentiment perspective, there is a big shift that is happening towards the ANC that a lot of people are not mm. talking about and a lot of people are not um, are not thinking about. And I think I've always said this, that the, the, the thing with South Africa is that it doesn't matter how corrupt, it doesn't matter how little service delivery the ANC actually gives us. As long as opposition parties fail to connect with black majority voters, they are not going to go anywhere because mm. when you are talking about a South African, the average South African is black, is poor or working class and has some kind of connection to apartheid and the pain of apartheid. And if you're going to run away from that, you are going to lose those people's interest. And I think, you know, political parties need to do some introspection. We spend a lot of time talking about the ANC. And I'm somebody that spends a lot of time talking about the ANC and criticizing the ANC. But I think we don't spend enough time talking about opposition parties and how mm. much they have failed us because if it was indeed that we hear it on the radio, we know when we speak to people, they're unhappy. They, there's no service delivery. There isn't electricity. They're barely getting water. And so the state of this country is dismal mm. in the main. I want to make, just to emphasize the point you're making about some votes going into the ANC. Um, the MK party um, had its first by-elections yesterday. And Davi Scolds, um, who spends a lot of time scrutinizing the numbers, was actually looking at their first by-elections. And, and they won a particular award. 
um, by 19%, which tells you that, I mean, those votes are coming from somewhere. So are they eating into the so-called moonshot pack, the DA, the EFF, um, or are they eating um, from the ANC? And that, that's something we'll have to look at when we scrutinize the numbers further. Let's, let's bring it back here to the City Hall. President Cyril Ramaphosa last year was here, made a number of promises, made a number of announcements as well. One of the biggest announcements was the electricity minister in the presidency. How much difference has that position made since February last year? Because we're sitting here and we could still have stage six load shedding tomorrow. I think that um, the the minister of electricity is one of the most useless portfolios um, in, in, acti- in action. So the portfolio itself is not the problem, but it is how it has been inhabited. And I think it also speaks to the problems of the internal politics of the ANC, wherein they, it, they were not able to tell Pravin Gwadan, to tell Gwede Mantashe that you are going to divide power with these three portfolios. It was like little and kids the, fighting over candy. Do you understand what I mean? And they no, that's my power. Exactly. And in that little fight, they completely forgot about the South Africans who, you know, we have had more than 300, yeah. 300 days of load shedding hmm. since the minister came into power. We have had more load shedding after the minister than we had before the minister. And so, hmm. in fact, the problem has gotten worse and not better. And we know, I mean, I don't necessarily like Andre Direkte and I don't necessarily see him as the hero that people think he is. But we know that he did expose corruption and um and you know there is there was corruption and there still is corruption and we still haven't dealt with it. And it goes back to what I was saying what I was saying earlier that like, you know, the NPA is going around making deals, is going around making deals and getting us our money back, which is great, but they're not putting people in actual prison. If you don't put people in prison, it tells the future criminal, which we have many of in South Africa, that you can steal money and you can get away with it. And maybe if you leave enough for when they come to do a settlement, Mm. you will continue to be able to even continue in the position that you had when you were in the process of eating the money. And that is, for me, a huge problem. Until we tackle the issue of corruption, which is at the heart of ESCOM, which is at the heart of Transnet, because don't forget about Transnet, we are sitting... In a, in a state of decline when it comes to to being going from one of being one of the best ports on the continent to being one of the worst performing people are literally moving the the, the you know the, the the loads to other countries because we cannot deliver what is needed and we haven't been able to invest in technology that is needed for logistics and we haven't been able to develop human capacity in logistics in the way that is needed and because of that we also are unable to move our trains we also are unable to um you know it has such a roll-on effect because we can dig all the coal we want out Mm. of the ground all the gold and and all the commodities that make this economy run but if we cannot move those commodities from where they come to the next destination then we might as well not leave them on the ground because they're useless to us Mm. and that is a problem that we have that there isn't a concerted effort to fix the things that are wrong and i want to contradict myself here and say and state that you know it is clear to me that the anc recognizes low shedding crime 
energy logistics and, and logistics and this is why there is that collaboration with business to try and solve these issues so i don't want to speak as if nothing is being done there are some serious efforts everybody's putting shoulder to the wheel yeah. but it is not fast but enough it's too, that will that will is, is also grinding exactly. slow i mean last exactly. year the president said on the transport roadmap said infrastructure the infrastructure manager will be brought in the private sector and government will conclude partnerships to enable new investments this will help ports to regain position and one of the most ef- efficient ports uh, make them one of the most efficient ports i had the transnet board chairperson on the show i, uh, I think it was it december or november last year and still some of what the president said hasn't taken effect what that means is we we actually normally talk about escom as the biggest risk to the economy mm, transnet transnet is is the biggest risk to the economy. I 100% agree with you because without Transnet, we cannot move that which we have to sell to other people, which means we cannot get the money we need uh, from trade, which gives us the money we need for GDP, which gives us the money we need to educate children and to pay for health care. And create jobs. And Yeah, and to create jobs. And I mean, just even coming coming to, to, to the jobs issue, I had, a, I had a conversation with a cousin of mine who's unemployed, and he said, when you are having this conversation, please make sure to tell the people and the president that we do not want 350 we actually want active job opportunities we want our dignity because 350 does nothing you you can't even buy like a, a beyond maybe a bag of millimil what does what does 350 actually get you and so even when we implement solutions towards the problems they are incomplete solutions they are not the most well thought out solutions and because of that they fail dismally and you know another point again the same cousin said to me was that when you talk to them about um you know the you need to talk to them about the fact that you know she's post she's she's older than 35 and when she was under 35 some of the opportunities that exist now didn't exist and so you have this gap of people a generation that missed out on all these policies that are now being implemented and is being cut out yet again because they fall beyond 35 and i think these are the things that we need yeah. to think about yes south africa is a youth um is is, is, a, is a youth uh, you know e- economy in the sense that it's mostly young people that are in the population mm. but we have this generation that has Got been it. the missing gap all right asanda washing thank you so much for popping into our makeshift studio here outside the cape town city hall where the state of the nation address is taking place tonight at 7 p.m